everybody? This is your girl, Cece, with Where It Begins Magazine, and I got my co-host, Theo, on the line. How are you today? Hey, I'm great as always, Cece. What about yourself? I'm good. It's Friday. Happy Friday. Yeah, a little different. We're coming to them on a Friday today, so definitely uh, excited about our guest today uh, and excited to do it a little differently on a Friday. Yes, me too. But we have a special guest. I'm going to let him introduce himself of who he is, what he does, and where he's from. Hello. My name is Jay. Nice to meet you. Thanks so much. Good night, everybody. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> no, so listen, let's let's. So my name is Jay. I live here in Miami. I the view today would have been sold well, but to, the Mother Nature decided to to bring a little bit of the the notebook cuddle weather today instead of the sunshine and the rainbows. But you know, look to keep it real easy for everybody. Sixteen years ago, I'm from Australia. It's an Australian accent. And I wanted to do two things, stand on stage and tell everybody my story. And I started my business and my career in the entertainment business as a magician, not a musician, a magician. And that was the thing that springboarded me to 57 million views online, 35 different countries, got to work with some celebrities, the biggest companies in the world. And I really got to shine and really understood how to connect, engage, and really give people the confidence in themselves. Good stuff. All right. I like that right there. Well, let's talk about Ace of Spades, you know, and the motivation behind that. Well, listen, the, the, the motivation behind that was in pain when the pandemic happened. That's that's usually what happens when you create stuff, you know? No, listen, I was, I was you know, I was started my career as a magician and then I did TV hosting and I spoke for companies and, like in 2000 and sort of 20, I wasn't really happy. I, I, you know, you know, it's funny when you, when you're trying to push something and you think maybe I've got to go through all these hard lessons and you think maybe that's the life of the entrepreneur. And I wasn't happy, but I wasn't, cause I wasn't getting much traction. I was doing everything right. Waking up, making the calls, dealing with rejection. Like I was in the entrepreneurial mindset of like what it takes. And when the pandemic happened and I couldn't perform it and speak at a live events, and I immediately transitioned this business from speaking to running a PR agency and helping people elevate their personal brand, whether they're a musician, whether they're a coach, business owner, it doesn't matter because people are buying you, not the product. Everything went like this, ready? Bam. And what that really showed me was like, isn't that so crazy? You could be running and doing all the things right, but if you're running in the wrong direction, it just may not work. And the moment that you shift directions, you just go like that. And that's what happened to me. Like, so Ace of Spades formed because I was a magician and, you know, the, the PR business that I'm in, mean, I love it because I really am giving the people the belief in themselves to do whatever they want to do. But no one buys belief. It's not sexy. You want to buy verification. You want to buy a pocket square. You want to buy a well put together jacket, a nice jewel, a nice haircut and a jawline. Like we want the, we want the things that we think works, but really what I do for people is I give people the belief to go and do it, dude, you know? Yes. But why did you come up with the name Ace of Spades? What's the meaning behind that name? Because I was a magician. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Ace of Spades. Being the, When you go to Ace of Spades and you're, and you're, when you're playing poker, you know you're going to win. You know you've got a good chance. So it, it worked, Ace of Spades, everyone loves it. It rolls off the tongue. It makes sense. It's classy. You know, it's relatable. So it went, work. Yeah. It went very well. It's good branding. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. And it's, and you know, the thing is, if I can pause you there, it's a story too. 
Why okay. ace of spades? I was a magician. Oh, you're a magician. Now you've you've led the your your audience into a a a world where you can move them. You can show them like this, and that's what people buy into. They buy into connections. They buy into stories. They want to know. Look, a PR agency is a PR agency. No one cares, right? But they care about you, your story, what you stand for, what you believe. That's why they give you money and time. Yeah. I agree. Okay. Go ahead, Theo. <laughs> back for a second. How did you get into magic? How, how did that come about? What age did you start and kind of kind of where did that come from? Yeah, I started when I was five. I stopped. I played professional. I wanted to play pro soccer, right? Always that you send your football. And I wanted to do that. And then I realized I had to make a decision between entertainment or sports. And I just went all in with entertainment. And at 15, that's sort of when I went all in. And, you know, 18 years later, I know I look like I'm 21. 18 years later, you know, I, you know, I've just been, I've just been growing, really now growing me, building me. Okay. Like making me feel super confident, super belief in me so I can go anywhere and do anything and meet anyone and, and become anyone I want. So I started the, the career at 15, 15 years old. Okay. But why, why magic though? How did you get into magic? I love, you know, it's, it's funny. What, yeah. What, why did I choose magic? Mm -hmm. I think it's like the same thing. Why does someone want to bake a cake and become the best, the best patisserie chef in France? Why does someone want to you know be a professional sprinter like Usain Bolt like it's such an interesting magic I just loved it I think there was something magic about puzzles and making connecting with people and you know you don't need it doesn't matter what you look like what your sexuality is what comes out of your mouth if you show someone a magic trick it can connect with anybody everybody knows what it's like to feel wonder you know no, that's cool. Uh, I'm always interested. Uh, I'm, I'm a fan personally of people who who pivot uh, their career uh, and, and their passions kind of change, or, or maybe yeah. we focus on a, on a different passion that we had, but we take those same skill sets with us. So it sounds like either way, you were going to be a person that was going to end up, uh, you know, being upfront and in, in front of people uh, in some type of fashion, uh, and, and just that you know we don't really get a lot of magicians that transition to other things. So so I think that's kind of neat and interesting. Yeah, look, man, most magicians are weird. <laughs> like, they're a little bit weird, but like, we who, say what it. industry is it? You know what I mean? Like, you know, you've got weird people that play football. Like, you know what I mean? But I, yeah, I think for me, I like what you said. You, you take your skill sets of what you've learned in your life and you become a Swiss army knife. Doesn't matter what position you get put into, you know, the, the skill sets of what I learned working with people has taken me around the world. It's mm -hmm. a proven result. Like I've done different industries. I've, I've ran a nightclub. I've worked for the digital agency. I worked on television. You know, I ran a YouTube channel that's 57 million views. Like I learned copywriting from that. So it's like you learn all these skill sets. And then what that does is you give, it gives you this superpower, Superman confidence. You walk into any room and go, I know how to, I don't know what to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You, you already have the training to be up there. So then it's just uh, presenting whatever platform you want. Yeah, yeah, man. And the run, the, I put the runs on the board, you know, like I've, 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 I've done the, done the years just gr like grinding and being in 
you know, doing events where there's three people in the audience and two people go to the bathroom and you're like, and then the other guy takes a phone call. You're like, who am I speaking to right now? Like, you know, or, you know, you just, people make fun of you online. You know, I got for 10 years on when I was doing YouTube from 2010 or 2009, you know, to 2019, you know, the videos are still going every day. You're getting people, keyboard warriors taking you down, you know, and, and, and at the beginning it's hard right? It's really hard at the beginning because you're, you're, you're a creative, but you know what happens when people try to take you down, you become stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, like no one can, no one can break me now. Like it's like Neo from the matrix. I just moved the bullet away. I'm like, let's, is that it? Like when people hit me, I'm like, is that all you got? Bring it again. Let's go. You know, do you think, do you think Floyd gets in the ring and cares if someone hits his face once? Dude, he's like, is that all you got? He's like, go again. Here. Right here, right here. Do it higher. Yeah, no, I agree. You do have to develop that thick skin, but I think these days, uh, mo- most of us sensitive people just hit the block button. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but, but you know, let me let me let me let me touch on that for a second. I, I think that that's great. You can, but the problem is, is that if you're constantly only only allowing like amazing feelings when people talk to you, that's not real. Yeah. Okay. There are people that just want to take you down. And obviously there are people, they, they had their own insecurities and their own emotions. That's why they're doing it. Right. When you understand that it takes away a little bit of the weight, but like, if someone says, I don't like that, they didn't say, I hate you. I'll never talk to you forever, but people take that response and they, they crumble, you know, yeah. they crumble. It's like that. They just don't like it. Look, I don't like sushi sometimes because I got sick the week before. Then the next week, I love sushi. You know, so like people got to realize, like, you don't be triggered so much on what people say. Mm-hmm. Yes, words hurt. Yeah, but you know what? You're allowing those words to hurt you. Yeah. I get yeah. I get people every day. Like I hear something, they'll say something online. They don't like this. They make fun of the pocket square. Like you know, anything you can think of when you put yourself out there, they want to take you down because it's their own insecurities. Because you're somewhere that they've told themselves that they can't be. So the easiest way is to take you down, make a phone call, make up lies, write a press article of how bad I've had it all. Yeah, you know. No, definitely, definitely. Uh, yeah, we 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 all uh, see those people who kind of bear those insecurities out in front of us. Uh, yeah. Um, but but let me ask you this: so uh, the the payoff, right? Uh, every entertainer is really in it for the payoff. Uh, well, the money and the other things that come with it, but the payoff in front of the crowd. Uh, when when you're doing a magic trick and the crowd reacts and everybody's positive with it, what's that payoff difference uh, between? Uh, when you were doing magic and now uh, helping your clients be successful uh, with Ace of Spades, what, what's that? What's that different feeling for you? A good question. You know, I think and Enrique Iglesias. You know, Enrique Iglesias. You know, he said this one. This is why his album was called Euphoria, because when you're on stage and you sing, "Can I Be?" and the crowd goes, "Your hero, baby," and thirty-five thousand people sing mm. your song, that's a feeling that. It's, 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 the, it's like higher than any drug, higher than anything, best, best alcohol you've tasted. Like it, there's a euphoria with it. But now it's the feeling that I get when I think it's a, it's a feeling that what I'm saying works. And I feel really warm on the inside that I tell someone to do something. I advise them, I show them 
they get a win, they get validation from their peers. And I sit back as like the, the grandpa that knows what's going to happen before it's going to happen, you know, with the pipe, you know, and you sit back on the rocking chair and you see it happen. It's, that's a really great feeling. Okay. You know, it's like, you know, the punchline and uh. that you, the, 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 the love and the joy is in their eyes when they, you, they, 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 they like see that they blossom up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So what can we expect for you for 2022 for this year? You know, well, hopefully, uh, you know, I'm hopefully I don't have to wear a mask in Miami, you know, <laughs> you know I don't know what's, are we still in the pandemic? Like we're still in the pandemic. Isn't that crazy? Still. Yeah. No, you know, for, for me, for 2022, I really want to, I really want to put, I do a lot. I speak at a lot of events, but, and I'll share this. I feel like a lot of events are boring. They're the same, you know? People want more now. You know, yes, we love to be motivated. And I think there are times in life when you need it. Like that was great at making me feel good. But feeling good is one thing, but you actually move transforming someone and actually like getting them to do something is another thing. So I think for me, it's like giving people an experience that they've never had before, you know? Like, and if anyone's listening right now, this is where you can just be a little bit different in what you're doing, whether you're an entertainer, whether you're a businessman, a businesswoman, like, just put a little bit of difference to, to, to your product, to your service, to your show. People go, that was cool. That was different. And it doesn't cost you much extra money or time to do it. Just gets you to think creatively. Gotcha. gotcha. No, I was going to say, obviously, uh, you know, just being into the, to the PR world and, and looking at some of your videos, uh, one of the main things I, I always take from those segments are, you know, visibility. Uh, and, and you just dropped the jewel on us uh, right there as far as uh, doing something a little different. So definitely thank you for that. Uh, but, but we do like, I guess, to, to kind of give, you know, that if you're going to give advice to someone, what's that number one thing that you want to tell them as far as to get themselves or their brand um, out there? Yeah, well, I'll give you two moves. First thing, stop telling yourself you're an introvert, but you're shy. I'm not funny. She's more prettier. I don't have a story to share. The words you tell yourselves will make you fly or make you die, period. Okay. Mindset, okay. mindset is powerful stuff. Like everyone wants the, everyone wants new likes on Instagram. Everyone wants that girl to reach out to her and give her the big check. I love that. We all want that. But guess what? If you're waking up every day and saying, oh, no one wants to hear from me today. I've only got 14 people on my live. Like, First step, mindset, watch the words. Second thing, I believe the best way is to do lives because it's the, it's the fastest way, it's the free way, and it's the best way to get instant feedback like with your audience. You don't have to do content. You don't have to edit anything. You have instant connection. So I've told this to singers. I've told this to coaches. I'm like, just get on your live every day at the same time. Start talking. You practice speaking, you practice selling, you, you, your confidence improves. Not one person has ever said to me, that was a waste of my time. The first thing they say is, wow, people, people actually want to hear from me. That's validating. Second thing, I got a client or I got some cash flow. Or the biggest one is my confidence improved. Wow, actually people want to hear my story. And then I sit back like, with, like the old man in the rocking chair with a pipe and I smile. <laughs> and that's what it's all about. That, that's it, man. You know what I mean? Like we, we don't know what we don't know. And we were just scared. 
Yeah. The reason you're not putting yourself out there and getting visible, it isn't tactics. It isn't because you don't have the right hair. You're not the right skin color. You're not, you know, certain sexuality. You're just scared, man. Just say it. You're scared. It's all good. I'm scared. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I like, I like your, um, I like your character. I do. I really do. But I want to talk about monetize because this is a big factor in a lot of people. Um, yeah. Can you give us three tips on monetizing your business or monetizing yeah, okay. YouTube? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I, well, I'm going to say not even YouTube because then you're li we're limiting the people who aren't on YouTube. I'd say generally have a clear offer, like have a very clear way for people to work with you. It doesn't need to be 50 grand or 10 grand or five grand. Maybe just create, like take your thoughts as you're, a, you're an expert, even if you're a singer, right? Let's say you sing. Maybe people want to learn how to sing. How can I be a singer? And how can I sing a song better? You know, maybe give them like a free 10 lessons on how to warm up. That's cool. You know, give them something. You could charge $7 for that. So I think a lot of people like now with courses, like create something, take the knowledge from your head, right? And the message from your heart and give it as a digital, something digital. Because people, if they like you, hey, how can I be, work with you more? Hey, I've got a brand new course. It's cheap. Just to, just to start off, seven bucks, 10 bucks. So I think that's a great start. I think the other thing you need to do is you need to, when you start to get some traction, find a local, local company, right? Not like a big company like Red Bull or like a huge, like a conglomerate. Like find a small company that wants to advertise and do a partnership deal with them, you know? Could be a good idea. Like if you, if you bake, we had this client that bakes cakes, you know, she's in Minneapolis. She's like, I really want to get this big flower company on board. I said, no, you don't. They're not good luck on trying to get a hold of them. Why don't you go to like a local bakery and do a deal with them? They need, they need visibility. You need visibility. They they're a business. They have to spend money on marketing. Right, it may not be a lot, but a win is better than no win. Cash flow is better than no cash flow. Good too. Yes, yes, yes. Well, what is what is a big challenge for you? You know, just just being too handsome. You know, it's uh... <laughs> listen. If you can't make them laugh, get out of the get out of the nightclub. Get out of the boat. Now, now, you know what. I said this. I said this on a on a on a show this morning. I, one one thing I tend to go back to a lot is trying to do it all myself. That was my biggest holdup for 15 years. It's always going to be hard. Like I like think I'm self aware. I know where I fault, and you know, it's I think it's the ethnic culture in me. You know, we my dad told me to do it all yourself, and I'm not blaming dad. It's just I think there are good things about taking on a lot of the weight, but there are terrible things because you're not supposed to be 15 people. And it's like that control, you know, entertainers, we want a little bit of control. We all do, right? But I, for me, it's like, I, I need to allow other people to come into my ship and show me how to do it better and allow my ego to, to not come into play. Because that, that ego, it's terrible. It's, it's fire, but it can fail you as well. Yeah. Yeah. All right, then. Definitely, all right. <laughs> definitely appreciate all the jewels you dropped on us today. Uh, really, really quick, uh, tell them where to find you. Give me, give me your social media uh, or where, where to go out to see you. Yeah, at JJ Live, J A Y J A Y L I V E. 
send me a DM, say, say that you saw me on the show, you know, let me, let me know this stuff's working and or aceofspadesagency.com, you know, for all the people that are looking for some visibility, maybe want to get verified, you know, maybe want someone in their corner to show them how to really brand themselves so that they can get the life they want. Give me, give me, give me a holo, you know? Oh, one more quick question. I, I know CC is probably going to go into our fun fact here in a second, but what's your perfect customer? What, what, what's the ideal customer for you? Someone that's, you know what, really at the end of the day, I'll give you the, the two answers. First answer is someone that's like, I call it the three C's. Ready? They need to be committed. Okay. How am I going to commit to you if you don't commit to you? Right? You need wow. to be coachable. Right? You can't come in, you can't go and want to be a patisserie chef but then want to do it your way that's the reason i'm the expert and you guys are the experts and you also need to invest in yourself too cash i think a lot of people are scared to invest in themselves yeah. and like use money for that because money at the end of the day this is the way we exchange currencies to get things done until that changes let me know but you know so those are sort of the the, the foundations of what i need i think that the person for me is someone that's built the business a little bit like cash flow is coming in but they want to be seen bigger they want to be the go-to person you know they know deep down they've got a message and a story to share and they're doing stuff that no one like they're, they're struggling to get some awareness some new visibility and then they come to me and i show them a plan of how we can hit a global audience rather than a city audience okay yeah that, that sounded pretty good to me. I just thought of that. That, that should work pretty well. I might use that later. <laughs> you're natural. You're natural. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we have um, two questions for you. We yes, call it our WIBI model trivia little game. So um, I start with mine first. Um, if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, eat dish pizza. Deep dish, Chicago style, little bit of Giordano's, extra cheese, extra pepperoni, extra stretch. Like, you know, I, I will I will deal with all the the problems with dairy and feeling bloated forever. If that's the last food I better deal with. <laughs> look, you ain't even let me finish the question. You already knew. You was like, look. Like y'all thinking about that right now, dude? Yo, dude, yo, that stretch on that cheese pull, man. You know, you got, you know, I don't know, man. Like, I love women, but that deep just plays a good role for women, you know. <laughs> okay. We, we, All should, right. we should probably end it there, but I, but I'll try anyway. Yeah. Uh, if you could go anywhere in the world uh, at any point in time, where and when would you go and why? It's a really good question because it's like you go back to chapters in your life that you're that you uh -huh. wish you could have, you could wish you could have over. Mm -hmm. You know, I would I would say it would be when I was you know when I was sort of seventeen to eighteen leaving school. And I didn't, I didn't go and get it. Like I didn't go have a mentor or a coach. I just went out like a shotgun approach. Like just, just go everywhere. You know, I, I, I feel like I should have had better direction. Okay. So I, you know, I can't give you a specific like that day or that month, but I, yeah, 
I, I, and I don't know why, you know what I mean? It, it bothers me sometimes too. Like why wasn't, why, why didn't I know back then? Why didn't I understand how important it is to have a mentor? Cause you know, here in America, the whole coaching thing's pretty big. Like I've coached young kids before, like 17, 18. So they understand the power of that. Why wasn't I told that? Like, why didn't I understand that? You know? So that's probably what I would have changed. Yeah, just stuff. Just stuff. Yeah, definitely. Talk to yourself. Uh-huh. But before we get out, um, what one message would you like to give to your fans right now? Well, I'll give it to everybody. You know, my fans, usually it's my mom. You know, she still doesn't want me. She just wants me to come back home to Australia, you know, probably. No, so, you know, I, I'm always big on, listen, the, the, every time you hit a wall, ask yourself, who's telling you that? And you go, I'm telling myself that. Once again, those words will block you. They'll make you fly or make you die, you know? And, and you've got to be really present to it, okay. you know? Because it's, it's so true, isn't it? Ask yourself every time you stop yourself from doing something, you're telling yourself a story. And how many times have we realized that story wasn't even true? Mm. Like, I, I was just talking myself out of it the whole time. You know, and I think if we can condition ourselves and use that muscle, like I do it all the time. I, I talk to myself in third person. Like, Jay, who told you that? Oh, I did. Okay. And I have to really snap out of it because it's hard, you know? That's deep. That's deep. Yeah, definitely. But we definitely want to say thanks for interviewing with us today. It's been a pleasure to get to know you. I love your character. Keep doing what you're doing for 2022 and nothing but success and blessings your way coming this, coming this Thank way. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. Appreciate <laughs> it. Thank you for your time.